presence. Come on, give the worship team a great clap offering. Amen. They did a great job this morning. Thank you, Jesus. You know, all month we've been talking about abiding in Christ or the need to abide in Christ. How we need to abide in Christ. Amen. We need to abide in Christ. And uh, we're having this tree here, which has been planted and it represents uh, Jesus and represents abiding in God. And I want to really quick read this scripture in John chapter 15, which has been our foundational scripture. And I want to read it. Verse 4 says, Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. Now I want to read verse 1, verse 1 real quick. Verse 1 says this, I am the true vine. And my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. Someone say more fruit. More fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Again, verse 4. Abide in See, there is so much in those scriptures, and we've talked about this last uh, month. We talked about abiding in Christ and what it consists of, and uh, what it, what are the benefits of it. And we talked about all these different things. and And I want to bring out today, if I can, I want to be wrapping it up today. I want to be wrapping it up today on abiding in Christ brings change. Someone say change. change. Brings change. When we abide in Christ, we change. There should be a change. Someone say change. There should be a change. Or there should be growth. We, we, look, we look at this, this tree that we have here and we see the branches. And, and I'm telling you, since we've been with it and it's been with us and, and we've been um, feeding it and we've been giving it its sun and its nutrients, there's growth. It's changing. It's got the beautiful little flowers coming out on it. The, it, it it's grown from here to there. And all these, these are growing on it because when you are abiding and where you should be, where you're abiding, where you're being fed, you're abiding, you begin to grow. Someone say grow. grow. You grow, you, you begin to change, you begin to, you begin to think different, act different, become different. And so we're going to get into that today because I want to show you how important it is to abide in Christ. Now, when we are not connected to Christ, look what happens. When we cut this branch off a month ago, it, was, it looked just like this. It looked healthy, it looked strong, it looked fresh. But after a few days, a few weeks, now a month, you know, that was again. Got a little rattler here. It's dried up, it's sucked up. It could tell it still looked like a branch. But something changed about it in the opposite direction. And that's the thing that I want you to understand. When you abide in Christ, you begin to change for the good. But when you don't, you begin to change for the worse. Sometimes we get worse than we were before we even got saved. So I want you to see that today because I know people who are visual, we can see things and understand better. And so in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, uh, people read it just like nothing, but it's not just another quote scripture. It's a very important scripture because it shows if we abide in Christ, these are certain elements that take place. Go to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Chapter 5, 
excuse me, chapter 5 of 2 Corinthians, verse 17 says these words. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, is in and represents abiding Christ, he is a what? A what? A what? New creation. All things have passed away. Come on, somebody. All things have passed away. And behold, all things have become new. Now listen to this. Paul knew that abiding Christ brings change. So here he was talking to the church of Corinthians. These people were crazy. I believe they loved Jesus. They loved Jesus. They, 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 they loved him. But there was something about them that didn't know themselves to change. He, he's telling the church. You can't be the same way if you are in Christ. Come on somebody. You can't be the same person if you are in Christ. There must be change. Someone say change. There must be change. Amen. When we are out in the streets, I don't know why I don't get ahead of myself. I'm going to take a little break right there real quick. You and I must understand that change begins to show who we really are. Change shows a lot about a person. Well, you never change. You're just the same way. You don't behave. Women, you know what I'm talking about. Then the men, well, you're always. I'm telling you, you guys need to sign up for that class. You're going to have fun in that class. I know I'm going to have fun. Hallelujah. But you're going to get help. We're all going to get help. Amen. But, but listen carefully, church. Paul was trying to tell the Corinthian church, church, don't you allow yourself to be in Christ and not change. Don't come in the things of God and stay stubborn. Don't come and clean your teeth and for to clean everything else. Hello. Put a little bandage on. But he's telling us we need to become something new creations. New creation. Now listen carefully as I begin to break this down. If anyone is in Christ, number one, something he's a new creation. He's a new creation. New creation. Go to Colossians chapter three. Colossians chapter three. Colossians chapter three. Colossians chapter three, verse one says this. If then you were raised with Christ, in other words, if you were born again, if you accepted Jesus Christ, seek those things which are above. Where there is Christ, where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on the things above, not on the things on the earth. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Come on somebody. My God, listen to that. If we are abiding in Christ, we must change. And he says it very simple here. I love what he says here because a, a new creation is one who's been born again. Someone say born again. born again. 
Now, born again means accepting Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. Maybe you're here today, you haven't accepted Jesus Christ. You will have the chance by the end of the sermon to accept Jesus Christ. Come on, somebody. Uh, maybe you, 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 you've fallen or, or, or sifted away or, or drifted away. You have the time to come back. Amen. See, a, a new creation is one who's born again. He's a new man. He's a new woman. And someone say a new lifestyle. A new lifestyle begins to happen in our lives. And I love what happens here. A, a new creation begins to change the way he thinks. No longer stinking thinking. That perfect mind, that perfect mind is gone. Oh, you don't hear me though. That perverted mind is gone. Your actions begin to change. Your actions change. Your words change. Listen, listen closely. And I begin to look at, look at Colossians 3 verse 1. If then you were raised with Christ, those things, those, seek those things which are what? Above. We need to learn as new believers, as new Christians, as a new creation, as one who abides in Christ to seek the Lord. Amen. To seek those things which are above. My God. Amen. Set your mind on the things above. How many of our minds gets weird? Oh my God, the mind tapesao. The mind is too much, man. You could can, you can be sitting here and going on a trip already. You're already tripping. Oh my God, look at He's talking about me. I ain't talking about you. He's picking on me. I ain't picking on you. Too many people to pick on, amen. But our mind, oh my God, look at in this and that. Oh, he's making fun of me. Our mind goes on a trip. Oh my God, they leave the frijoles on. I can't remember. They leave the curly iron on. Husband, did I turn the curly iron on? Yeah, you just get the car. Our mind just, it always, guys, gets. Our mind's too much, man. They're talking about me. When we're a new creation, our mind begins to change the way it is. Our mind changes. I'm not, I'm not going to trip no more. I'm not tripping no more. I don't care what they think. I don't care what they say. I'm not tripping no more. My mind stopped tripping on me. Your mind is too much. I'm telling you. I know because I know my mind. I know how it was, how bad it was. I know, my God, I would be, my mind would be telling me stuff. And, and some of you guys become a legend in your own mind también. creation guys our mind changes our mind why is it changing because I'm renewing it come on somebody because I'm renewing it I'm renewing it I'm renewing it I'm putting heavenly things in me I'm putting things above in me I'm not here listening to all this crazy music we got these music sometimes you oh I remember that oh no I don't remember that and I don't want to remember that And we put ourselves, we fill ourselves with all this stuff, watching the wrong shows and fill our minds with all this stuff. People be watching some weird stuff out there, man. My God, I did. All's on there. Well, I, don't, I don't pay attention. You don't pay attention. Yeah, you don't, but your eyes do, and your mind remembers it. 
but you're a new creation. I'm trying to help you right now. When you're a new creation, your, your actions change. You no longer want to beat everybody up. That was the hardest one that I struggled with. I mean, not you guys, but I had a problem. Always wanted to fight. Always wanted to fight. Always got myself into trouble. My wife says, man, can you stop? I'm like, okay. Because sometimes we just want to just jump in the flesh. When we're in new creation, our words should change. Come on, so our words should change. We shouldn't be cussing all the time you get mad. Women, I mean men, I mean, I mean, you know. Some say new creation. It takes time to become new creations, but it shouldn't take forever. It takes time to become the man of God, the woman of God you're called to be, but it shouldn't take forever. Somebody say forever. It shouldn't take forever. Come on, amen. We, 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 we shouldn't take forever. A lot of us, we should be huge, 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 huge. Hundreds of feet, beautiful looking trees. But since we don't listen, we stink. We're bonsais. You're a Christian bonsai. It ain't cute. Because you're supposed to be, because you know what a tree does? A tree brings shade. Oh, come on, it brings shade and a hot day, amen, a place where you can relax at, you can even, you know, but when you're a bonsai, you can't do nothing. <laughs> and because we don't allow ourselves to become the new creations God wants us to be, we're, we're stuck being bonsais. And God says, no, I call you to be a great oak tree. Come on, somebody, I call you to be a great oak tree, a, a tree of Lebanon. I call you to be huge, humongous, the, the, like the, the Yellowstone, those huge old trees that you can drive right through. That's how he wants us to be in Christ. When we abide in Christ, that we're growing and we're changing and, and we're progressing, amen? You know why he says that? Because it goes on, the scripture says, that he says, old things. So when we abide in Christ, old things pass away. See, the key word, someone say have. That's the key word. Old things have. You with me? Well, pastor, well, I'm in church, but I can't. Yes, you can. Well, Pastor, you know, this is just the way I am. No, 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 no. People say, well, this is the way I am. No, no. The scripture says you're a new creation. So that means you can get better. Come on, somebody. We, can't, we don't have to stay stubborn. We don't have to stay big mouths. Well, that's just, that's just the way I am. No, no, no. That's the way you don't want to change. Old things, someone say Have. That's the key word, have passed away. If you're in Christ, the old you is gone. Come on, somebody, the old you ain't you no more. You ain't that gang member. You ain't that drug addict no more. You ain't that crazy wild hyena no more. But you don't know me. Oh, no, oh, 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 oh. Hello, somebody, you know who you are. That jealous guy and girl got to go. That, that crazy hyena, hello. Or hyena, amen. If you're in Christ, the old things. 
Now, things is a big category. There are a lot of things. Anybody have a drunk drawer in their house? I got a drunk drawer. I got a couple of them. <laughs> one, in my, one in my room, one in the kitchen. Amen. And, and I, got, uh, uh, I opened that up, and that drunk drawer, there's a lot of things. Yeah, there's a screwdriver, paper clips, paper cart parts, uh, 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 kitchen stuff, restroom stuff. You know, every, things in there, man. And my wife would tell me, why don't you clean that drawer? Oh, I thought I, I did. <laughs> but the old things have passed away. And that's what we need to understand. Go to Ephesians. Go to Ephesians really quick. Ephesians. Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1 says this. And you, he made alive, who were dead. Listen carefully, who were dead in trespasses and sins. He says, you were a dead dog. You were a dead unsinner, and you were in that sin, and you were in that madness. He says, but that's what I love what he says here. In which you were once walked according to, to the course of this world, guys. Wow. I need need you to catch this right here. According to the prince of the power of the air and the spirit who now works in you, the sons of disobedience. My God, he said you were walking in the old way. You were walking in the lust of your flesh. You were walking in the pattern that you did what you did. And some of you enjoyed it. That's why you were the way you were. I tell people all the time, listen carefully. Well, I hated my sin. But when you were doing it, you sure loved it. (laughs) But this is what I want you to see. The scripture is telling us straight out. Look at this. This is once once you. And and you were in this sin and you were dead in your trespasses. I I love what it goes right here. It says, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves. See, here we go. Also we all once conducted ourselves in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. You see, he said, not only were you doing it physically, but you were doing it within your mind. If you sin in your mind, it's like sinning in the, in the flesh, guys. Here we go, here we go, here we go. And we're by nature children of wrath. Just as the others. Here we go. But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love for which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved. Come on, somebody. My God. that, That is so great and powerful. He said, I've saved you by grace. You accepted me and I pulled you out of the muck that we were in. He said, I pulled you out of the old things. Some say the old things. That ain't us no more. When we abide in Christ, that ain't us no more. Some say, that ain't me no more. That ain't us no more. That ain't me no more. And that's what we need to understand, that old things have passed away. Because the enemy would try to come and try to wake up that old you. Has anybody ever tried to, ever tried to wake up that old you? You get a phone call. Oh, my God. You'd be out driving somewhere and somebody wake up that old you. Like, you know, they cut you off. You know what I'm talking about. 
I was driving on the gold, on, I think it was yesterday, Friday, or at the church, and I'm driving, and I made a little small turn on the wrong side. I, I, I like, I crossed lanes. I wasn't paying attention. I didn't see the car because I was in a crossover, and the car got mad. Oh, cut me off and flipped me off. So I just, I went and followed him. <laughs> just followed them. Praise the Lord. I just pulled out of the church. I followed him. Got to the stop sign. I said, lower your window. He's all attacked down. He was going to scare me. Oh, you scared me. Roll down the window. <laughs> and he looked at me. And I go, I go, hey, bro, I'm sorry. I go, but why did you have to flip me? I didn't flip you off. I go, yeah, you did. <laughs> but hey, bro. I said, all right. He's all. I took off. But what I really wanted to say was something else. <laughs> what I really wanted to do was like, my wife goes, my wife looked at me, she goes, there you go. No, no, I'm just going to tell him hi. I'm just going to tell him hi. <laughs> and I said, oh, Lord. I said, God said, God told me this. You told me, you remember? I go, yeah, I remember. I remember. Because I never forget it. But when I first got saved, the first five years, I was always getting in a fight. So this is what I need you guys to understand. You think you guys are, oh, no, I was always getting in a fight. Every few months, I always got in a fight. Did something wrong. Either stab somebody. I don't want to tell you too much information, but I wanted to give you some information. <laughs> This is over 20-some years ago, guys, so this is not just happened yesterday. <laughs> but I would always get fired or want to beat someone up, and, and, and I was like, man, uh, but I love you, Jesus, he, but if you love me, stop acting like that. So one time, after I got delivered, I got delivered from the anger and that old craziness, I was in church, I was in the home, and, and then I remember just getting a peace of God come upon me. And I was like, oh, my God. Anger left me, hate left me, death left me. I just felt it come off me, and I'm like, oh, whoa, this is cool, man. Also, this is what it means to be saved. Okay, cool. That's after three years. Three, four years. And, and then some guy came at me, and he started, he started wanting to fight me and cuss me. I'm like, God bless you, man. Cool, man. God bless you. And my, everybody's looking at me like, huh? Oh, man, but it felt so good. It says, you know, that ain't me no more. Come on, I said, that ain't, that, that, that wouldn't, that wouldn't mean no more. But let me tell you, after years go by, it'll visit you. That old you will come and visit you. Because it visited me and I failed. Visited me a couple years ago and I failed. So you got to watch out that it will visit you. That, 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 those old spirits will come around and say, oh, let's see, let's, let's see how they're doing. Let's see if they got their act together. Let's see if, let's see if, they're, if they're praying or going to church. Or they love Jesus. We're going to see because those devils will come and check on you. And some of those devils are just friends. <laughs> Family members that you haven't seen in a while. They'll be used by a devil and they don't even know it. Amen. Oh, it takes work. Someone say work. It takes work to abide in Christ. It takes work to stay away. It takes work to say, no, that ain't me. Behave. Come on. It it takes work to say, no, I'm not going to do that. That ain't me no more. I'm past this. Lord, help me. You got to speak to yourself. See, when the old thing passed away, your tongue changes. 
I want to talk about the third one, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, this is one I want to expound on. It says this, all things become new. Somebody say all things. All things should become new. Why am I saying this? It's because there should be a change in every aspect of our lives, not just some parts. Amen? Not, not just some parts, not, not just the outward Jesus says, why did you just clean the outside of the cup? Why don't you clean the inside also? And that's where we need to understand when we become a new creation and we abide in Christ. It takes time. This is what I want you to understand. It takes time. It takes time for you to understand that growth is coming, but it's coming. When we abide ourselves and what we, what we connect ourselves to and what we are hearing and what we are watching and what we put inside us, depends on how we affect our growth. And that's what we need to understand. We live today where, well, God's grace and God's mercy. Yeah, God, thank God for God's grace and mercy. But that's towards, that's towards salvation. It has nothing to do with your, with your, with your growth. You need, to, you need to begin to get a hold of the right things. You need to start reading, start praying, start studying. You can't just come on Sundays and Thursdays and expect everything to be fine. There has to be a point where you say all things are becoming new. Why? Because I'm abiding in Christ and he's in me 24-7 and 7-24. Come on, somebody. Amen. Give the Lord a great cloud offering. Amen. <laughs> Look at Ephesians chapter 5. I need you to see this because chapter 5 verse 1 says this. This is very important. Therefore, be imitators of God as dear children and walk in love as Christ also have loved us. And given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. But fornicators and all uncleanness and covetousness, let it not even be named among you as it fitting for saints. Neither filthiness, nor foolish talk, nor cursing, nor nor, uh, jesting, which are not fitting, but rather giving of thanks. For this you know that no fornicator is unclean person nor covetousness man who is an adulterer has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. Let no one deceive, this is the, I need you to understand, let no one deceive you with empty words. Don't let one tell you, oh, it's okay. It's okay to do that. It's okay to do this. It's okay to sleep around. No, it's not. The Bible says it straight out, and we're going to lose our inheritance. Look, 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 look at it. For because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore, do not be partakers with them. See, this is the thing that hits me. Jesus knows the disobedient sons. He knows when we're disobedient. He knows when we're not listening. People, he, the Bible, the Bible's unclean. I'm just reading the word to you. Don't get mad at me, get mad at the word. <laughs> but this word right here washes us, cleanses us, fixes us. So the problem with us is, oh, he did bad, so I don't, I'm okay because I'm not as bad as him. I'm not as bad as her. You know, well, he's got fault and so do I, but it makes us different. 
You see, you go, you see, see all that, that's why you cannot be deceived. We cannot be deceived. We can't deceive ourselves. How many ever deceived yourself? Where you don't, when you know, you look, when you're a little fluffy, and you look at the mirror, you only look at this much, and <clears throat> you, just, you know, you know, yeah. or go by, you go in the stores, those are scaring the mirrors in the stores, you know that, right? That, but we try to deceive ourselves. We try to lie to ourselves because uh, we don't want to face the truth sometimes. The truth is, hey, I'm stuck. The truth is, I need help. Come on, the, come on. The truth is, I need to get better. The truth is, I need to get back into becoming that new creation. And the old pass away. And that new man's coming. Come on, because all things are becoming new. New marriage, new husband, new wife, new believer. I'm taking this to a new level because why? Because there should be evidence that there's something new going on in our lives. Evidence is what gets you, no, let me say it like this. Evidence is what convicts you. So God says, can I convict you of being a new creation? Can I, con- can I convict you with concessive life sentencings? Or is there just a few that show that, okay, yeah, you go to church, but your lifestyle's a little off. So tonight, if I can, excuse me, this morning, if I can, let's align our life with our lifestyle. Come on, somebody. Let, let's abide in Christ so that we will grow flourish, be fruitful instead of deceiving ourselves and looking like the things of God but having no power of it. I don't want to just look like it. I want to thrive in it. Come on, somebody. I want to thrive. I want to thrive in God and abide in him. You know, we're, 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 the year's almost over. We got maybe about a couple more weeks left, two or three weeks left. And some of us, it was a rough year. It was a rough year. It was a tough year. Sometimes you want to blame the devil, but you can't blame the devil for everything you've done. Oh, that devil's a liar. No, you're a liar. (laughs) Oh, that enemy. No, you've been the enemy of God. My thing to you this morning, stop deceiving yourself. And trying to say you're a branch when you're disconnected. Stop saying you abide when you're not abiding. Let's just say, okay, I'm going to repent. I'm going to get things right. And I'm getting back where I belong. Come on, somebody. I'm finishing strong. I'm finishing this year off strong so I can start off right. There's still time. There's still time to get things right with God. Come on, somebody. There's still time to start fresh. The hardest thing for me to do when I got saved was to let the old pass, the old pass, the old go. A lot of us struggle with that. A lot of us, we don't, don't, it doesn't mean we don't love Jesus. It doesn't mean we don't like coming to church. Is that we struggle with that part right there of letting, letting the past go. Letting that, old, that old, old go. But we have to if we're going to grow. We have to if we're going to mature, if we're going to change, 
if we want a better marriage, if we want to do a better lifestyle, that must take place. We must let go of the old. The old cannot go with you into growing places. The old cannot go with you into marriage. Maybe somebody's going to get married. That old cannot go with you to your marriage. They can't. We need to say, I need to let go. Someone say, I need to let go. And let go. I want you all to stand with me this morning, church. Hallelujah. People ask me sometimes, Pastor, why does good things or bad things happen to good people? I tell them because we live in a bad world. We live in a bad world. We live in a world where there's so much wickedness, so much, everybody is sensitive about everything. You have to be political, right about everything. You're not black, you're African-American. You're not brown, you're, 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 uh, you're, I don't know what, I don't know what they call us now. They call us everything. He's not an Indian, he, he's American. I don't even, I don't even know, I don't even know the political right name for it. But there's so many things. Even now, they just, they had, someone had a baby and there's, it's gender X. I don't want to put a gender on them. Come on. This world has been so sensitive about everything. So weird. But it's nothing new to God. In the Roman days, the same thing was going on. Back in those days, weird stuff, people dressing like girls and all that weird stuff going on. Nothing has changed. It's just getting worse and worse. The more that we compromise and the more that we don't abide in Christ, the more those things ring in our ear and they burn us. And they they disvalue our families. And they disvalue who you are. I'm tired of abiding in this world. I want to abide in Christ. And I'm going to grow. I'm going to grow. I'm going to flourish. See, I'm not where I was 20-some years ago. I, I was far from it. I received Jesus. He came into my life. And I had a lot of work to take place from then. But one thing I did that I, that I tell people, I loved God, I trusted God, and I listened to my pastor. I listened to him. Come on, somebody. I'm telling you. Even now, I don't do nothing without talking to my pastor. I'm a pastor. I'm at church, but I still listen to my pastor, and I call my pastor all the time. Why? Because I, 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 I don't want to disconnect myself from, from Christ and from my relationship with my pastor. Because why? Because if I abide in Christ, I'm, I know this, that he is divine, and I am the branch. And I know there's a lot more for me. Come on, somebody. There's a lot for, more for you. There's a lot more for you. I want to challenge you this morning. Every head bowed, every eye closed. You're saying, Pastor, I want to become everything that God has called me to be. I want to become everything that God wants me to be as a husband and as a father, as a mother and as a wife. I want to become everything that God wants me as a man and a woman of God. But I know, I know that I need to get things right with God. Maybe you're here this morning saying, Pastor, I've never accepted Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior. I never accepted him in my heart. And today I want to give my life to Jesus. Maybe you're here this morning saying, I want to give my life to Jesus. If that's you, lift up your hand. I want to pray with you this morning. Anyone here? Anyone here? Hallelujah. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Or maybe you're here this morning saying, Pastor, I've fallen away. I've drifted away. 
I, I, I haven't been abiding in Christ and, and I, I need to come back to where God wants me to be. If that's you this morning, just lift up your hand. I want to pray with you this morning. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Maybe you're here this morning saying, Pastor, I want to thrive as that man and woman God called me to be. I need to allow myself to become the new creation. I need to let those old things pass away. And I got to see that those new things are coming. Those new things are coming and I'm going to grow. It might be taking some time, but I know it's coming and change is coming to my house. And if that's you this morning and God spoke to you, I want you to come now. I want you to come. I want you to come. Find a place at the altar. Says, I, I'm abiding in Christ. I'm abiding in Christ. I'm tired of abiding in the world and abiding by the laws of the world and the laws of the land. I want to abide in Christ and the laws of Christ and the laws of his word. Today, I'm not going to deceive myself. I refuse to deceive myself. I refuse to deceive myself. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Refuse to deceive yourself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Won't you repeat these words after me? Say, Jesus, wash me with your precious blood. Forgive me of all my sins. Come into my heart and make me new. Thank you for forgiving me of all my sins. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, give the Lord a great clap offering. Amen. We are not done. If you said that prayer, God has forgiven you. You've been set free. You have been justified just as you've never sinned. But now is the time that we need to just stay away from that evil stuff. Stay away and plug yourself into church. Read your word and study God. And study God's word and you will see that you will continue growing and prospering like never before. Amen. Just stay where you're at right now. We're going to pray with you as we just change the order of the service. I want the prayer words to help you pray. And we're going to believe God for you.